0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good evening and welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tanell for today, Sunday, March 8th. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in tonight. Um, We just have some brief things to share with you, but first, just want to let you all know that the call-in number for tonight's show is 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. If you have a question or comment, please um, call that number and push the option to speak with the host. Um, I'm sorry that I said that we had some news to share with you, but we don't have news to share with you tonight. We want to just jump right in on the conversation. But before doing that,
0: um, let's just take a quick break, and we'll be right back. twelve ninety four. That's eight one eight six nine one twelve ninety four. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today.
1: All right, we are back. And before we uh speak with our guests, I want to turn it over to my sister Denise so that she can greet everyone as well. Good evening everyone. Uh once again welcome to this show. Um thank you guys for calling in. If you have a question or comment for our guest tonight, please do uh, call in at 914-803-4399. Again, that's 914-803-4399. And as Janice stated um, a few minutes ago, if you want to speak, you do have to press the option uh, number one to speak, uh, to speak to us. All right. Um, tonight's guest is Ms. Arion Turner of Look Good Love well. She's a wellness and beauty influencer with over 20 years in the cosmetics industry. Um, a licensed master cosmetologist, Ariane has spent the past 11 years specifically working as a makeup artist for feature film and television. Um, she has created Look Good, Love Well, a digital wellness platform designed to help women connect the dots between beauty and wellness. So, I'm not going to talk any more about her. I'm going to let her share a little bit with us. Um, so I am going to bring her on the line. Welcome to the show, Arianne. Hey, you
2: guys. Thank you for having me. I'm excited.
1: Hey Absolutely, there. Of I course. hear the
2: excitement in your voice. <laughs> Can't you? Let's do it. now <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: All right. So, Arianne, instead of me telling everybody who you are, why don't you introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us a little bit about... Um, how you got started in the beauty industry? Absolutely.
2: So, um, my first introduction to the beauty industry began when I was in college, I was studying psychology. At Florida Ann and University, Go Rattlers! If there's any Rattlers out there listening, makeup um, was how I paid for school. It just happened to be the the job that I worked. I worked at Dillers at actually in the kids shoe department. And my manager at the time, she was moving to cosmetics, and she was like, "You should move with me." And so I did and ended up at the Lancome counter and fell in love with it. So my love for makeup definitely began there, and it expanded to doing makeup for various people in and around the Tallahassee area, so all aspects of freelancing, um, photo shoots, video shoots, Agents, anybody that I could get my hands on, I you know, I did the makeup. And that passion didn't die down when I graduated, uh, moved back to Atlanta. I kept working in that field, freelance for a lot of different cosmetic companies, but certainly felt the pressure from family, friends, and even myself, I'll say, to use my degree and get serious, get a job. Part of that urgency was, I think, intensified when I had my daughter in 2005. It was like, okay, I've played in makeup. You know, after college for a few years, but I really, really need to settle down and get a full-time real job, and so I did. I worked in corporate, um, in HR for a little bit, but um, I would say about 2007, 2008, when the recession hit, I didn't – I wanted to have a little bit more control over my career. I didn't – I wanted to do something that I loved and I was passionate about because I saw firsthand, especially working in HR, that – um you know, that your career can be wiped out just suddenly. And not to say that that doesn't happen within artistry as well. Definitely as creatives, we experience ups and downs, I think, a lot more frequently than our counterparts that have um, a full-time corporate job. But like I said, I, just, I wanted to do something that I was really passionate about and have a little bit more creative control over my day, if anything, crazy were to happen I wanted to you know maintain a sense of control so I quit corporate and went full-time with makeup and it was around that time that I had an opportunity to kind of dabble in a lot of different mediums as it pertains to makeup Um, and I settled in and decided that I wanted to work in film and television. Um, Here in Atlanta at the time there wasn't a ton of production work happening there was some stuff you guys were working I remember you guys always coming into the Mac store and being curious and asking you questions, and I knew that Tyler Perry was doing some things. So um, I kind of did research on who was working on Tyler Perry, and I thought that my my end career was going to actually be CNN. I thought that would be it for me. It seemed like the best of both worlds at the time. It was a consistent gig but you were still doing makeup um, you know for yeah. so I thought that would be it so I went to cosmetology school because at the time you had to do both hair and makeup for the host or you know for the anchors and so I went to school because I felt like I needed that license and the cosmetology program that I chose it was truly on accident I'm not even sure why I chose master cosmetology versus the other one but I'm so grateful <laughs> that I did because it touched on everything like we had to learn nails we had to learn hair and then we also had to deep dive into skin and so mm-hmm. that part definitely resonated and stuck with me and i loved it but um eventually like found my way into the world of film and television and so you know i had an opportunity to do that for several years and really enjoyed it um and that really made me passionate about skincare as well because working in film and television you it, you don't. You can't hide. You can't hide blemishes. You can't hide, you know, texture. You the, the skin, especially with uh with HD, things have to be natural and realistic and lifelike. And so, skin prep and understanding like the science behind ingredients and knowing how to treat things quickly and effectively. Like I think the thing with actors when they sit down in our chair, we don't have access to them every single day. Even if are they're, they're working on a show full time, it's very rare that they work every day. So being able to recommend or give them products to use while they're in the trailer or while they're in town with us for a short period of time that we know is going to keep their skin in tip-top shape and make our job easier. Um, Just kind of doing the research behind that was, was very interesting to me and fun, delving into the science side of that. And then I think also working on set is where my wellness journey, my personal wellness journey began. I wasn't necessarily managing my time the best. I wasn't managing my money the Mm -hmm. best. I wasn't taking great care of myself. I was eating every single thing that was within sight, and there's a lot of things within sight. So my health just began to decline. I gained a lot of weight, and my skin showed and was out of control. And so I – kind of went within and tried to figure out different ways to ground myself. I, you know, was try to get consistent with the workout. I got consistent with um, with my faith, with my finances, with relationships. And just as I began to put things back in order and realign myself using various, you know, different wellness modalities, my skin as a byproduct cleared up. And so it wasn't so much of a one singular product that I used as it was a mindset shift and being intentional with what I ate and the way that I moved my body and just making sure that I made time, you know, for myself, which is, you know, what people are calling self-care
1: these days. But it was that yes. that kind of turned
2: my situation around. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Can I
1: stop you really quickly? Yeah. You, I mean, you're the perfect guest. You just answered all the questions without us even asking. I mean, no. you, you, probably, you probably could have talked the rest of the show. I mean, I, <laughs> I could go on and on. So thanks for stopping. No, but it, it's good. It, it, you, you're talking on a lot of things that I wanted to ask you, but I wanted, to, I wanted to stop you because I want you to kind of go back a little bit and you're talking about your um, your career in film and TV, and you're talking about being on set, and you're talking about wellness and self-care. And I, I just, before you, before we go into that again, because I, I do want to jump back to that, I want you to first to describe what wellness is to you, mm-hmm. um, and then I want you to go into why that's so important Um for, you know, for like makeup artists, like all of us, if you're working in film and TV, you know, you're working in set, you're working long hours, why wellness and self-care is important in that type of career. Um, you're, okay. you're, you're, you're sitting down, right? Yeah. Okay, so when you go into that definition of wellness, I just wanted to make sure you were sitting down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think that, in my opinion, I like to say that Wellness is
1: the destination,
2: and self care is the vehicle that gets us there so nice. wellness to me looks like alignment doesn't necessarily look um, like balance don't
1: mean to don't mean to cut you off, but um I'm not sure who it, who I'm hearing, but if you have um this show on online, I'm not sure if you have the show on online. As well as talking on the phone, but if you could silence the, I hear some feedback, is what I'm trying to say. Um, I don't know if anybody has the show on and the volume up on your computers. Uh-huh. but if okay, I don't know where the feedback is coming from. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
2: No, 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 no worries. Um, like I said, I think that wellness is the destination, and self care is the vehicle that gets us there. I think that self care for me, looks like intentional daily acts that lead mm-hmm. to me operating in my best self at right? my best and highest capacity. So every day that's different. Some days, and it depends on what my focus is on. Right now, my focus really is on my health, um, taking better care of my body by being more active and by eating better. So a, a mm-hmm. daily self-care act is to, you know, make sure I'm drinking enough water. It's to make sure that I'm moving for 30 to 45 minutes each day making sure that, um, you know, I'm being cognizant and aware of the food choices that I'm making and getting enough rest. So everything that leads to the, the goal that I've set for myself in terms of what being well and fit looks like for me. Um, like I said, I think wellness is just balance, not necessarily balance, but harmony between your faith, your, your finances, your personal relationships. Your romantic relationships, your business relationships, um, your mental health, and your physical health. I think just having harmony in all of those areas um, and trying to maintain some sense of of um, grounding between those is what wellness is for me.
1: And you know what? You're making it you're making it sound very simple. Not that it's not that it's an easy job to, to do these things, but it really is simple. Mm-hmm. Get more water, get more rest. We, we just, there's simple things. You just have to do it. And I yep. sometimes feel like we, we make ourselves so busy uh, that yeah. we don't have time to get the proper amount of hours of rest each day, you know, each night, or to sit and drink water or um get 30, 35 to 45 minutes of exercise. Those things are really, really simple. We just have to take the time to do it and just make sure that we're aware of the fact that we need to do it. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. I agree 100%. Yeah. I, think
2: that it's, I think that people think that they'll have all of these, they'll be able to check all the boxes every, you know, every day. And it just doesn't happen like that. Like, You know, I'm working on something really big and important that sometimes I don't, I just don't physically have enough hours in the day to get that 30 to 45 minute workout in. Um, I was working really crazy, you know, for the past like 72 hours. There's two huge baskets of laundry that are folded up in my room. Generally, I like to keep things clean and clear. I like it to, (laughs) to be as, you know, simple and clean as possible. But that just it wasn't realistic for my workflow. So I think that we definitely right. have to give grace to ourselves every single day. But I think it I think that we've gotta prioritize what's important to us and, you know, make an attempt every day to at least just check one box. Right. Just figure out what your main goal, mm-hmm. what your main focus is and try to check one of
1: those boxes off. Right. Now I'm looking Absolutely. I'm looking uh at the dictionary of their, defini- their definition of wellness, and it says the state of being in good health, especially as an actively pursued goal. And it gives like um, seven dimensions of wellness, which are social, emotional, spiritual, environmental, occupational, intellectual, and physical well-being. And it and it is a sense of um, being balanced, um, you know, all the way around. Like it's not just you know it's not just about your physical wellness. I mean you have right. to be emotionally stable, you know what I mean? Um, socially I mean and everything, everything that it mentions here, social, emotional, spiritual, environmental, occupational, intellectual, and physical. So it is a balance of, of, of a quite a few things um that needs to happen to, to be uh, you know, in that state of being well. Right. Yep, I agree one hundred percent.
0: The The only word that
2: I think, the only thing Uh I think that I would have a, I won't say I disagree, but the only thing that the word balance, I think challenges me a lot of times, because when I think of balance, I think of like a scale and everything's even.
1: And Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm -hmm. that
2: that is necessarily realistic. I think that sometimes, you know, certain things get more attention in other areas of our life. You know, may may not. I don't want to say suffer because that makes it sound like it's a bad thing. Yeah. But I think we just prioritize different things at different times. Some areas of our life we're just coasting; in, they're they're good. Um, other areas are like, okay, this is for whatever reason needs to be, you know, more focused on, um, and others just don't. So, but I, I definitely agree. I do agree with that definition that it's a holistic picture.
1: Yeah, but you know, you know, when when I think of balance, you know, I, what it may sound funny but when i think of balance i think of a little bit of this a little bit of that because a lot mm-hmm. of times i think about a lot of times when you're when people put themselves on diets or they're restricting themselves from a lot of different things i feel like our bodies need balance when it comes to foods so although you know you may have um a sensitivity to salt or you shouldn't eat a lot of sugar i still feel like your 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 body needs to be balanced in what you're feeding it so if you have, you know, even if you have just 25 grams of sugar a day, I feel like that's good for your body. And it doesn't have to be equal to what else, you know, everything else that I take in. It just needs to be a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Where, you know, so it doesn't, so when you say a scale, I, I think of it in the, in, you know, totally opposite. I just think of, I just need a little of this. I need a little of that. I need a little mm-hmm. of that in order for me to be balanced.
2: I think that's a great way to look at it. And I think looking at it that way makes it more, makes things doable. So, like, if we think about the areas that you said, right, like the, you know, different areas of health, like our spiritual health, relationships, career, all of those things. If you can just figure out a way to sow into all of those areas consistently or daily, I think Mm -hmm. that's balanced. You're absolutely right.
1: Because life life happens, and you're just not going to be able to do all things all the time, you know, mm-hmm. how you want to do them and to what degree. But it, I think if you make an attempt, like you said, to consistently do a little bit of all those things, then I think, you know, I think that's a great start. Because I yep. think if you just, you know, totally not pay attention to the spiritual, but you're doing more of the physical, like you're always in the gym trying to do that, but you never – pay attention to the physical or the emotional, then, you know, that air quote balance will never be there. Yep. I agree 100%. I want to piggyback a little bit on uh, you were talking about the definition of wellness. And um, I found um, they're talking about the difference between health and wellness. And they said, in understanding the difference between health and wellness in short. Health is a state of being, whereas wellness is a state of living a healthy lifestyle. Health refers to physical, mental, and social well-being. Wellness aims to enhance well-being. Would you agree mm-hmm. with that? Yep, I do. Okay. Okay. Yeah,
2: that, sounds, that sounds about right. Sounds about right. So
1: take, take us back to, I mean, there's so many so many things I want to ask you, but I Let's just start with this, but take us back to um, this weekend and tell us a little bit more about what you did this weekend and and how you got to that point, because I I know the preparation was a lot because you were also working during the time as well. So just take us back to what you did and how that went, and then let's talk a little bit about how you got to that point.
2: Absolutely. So this weekend I had an opportunity. To present at or lead a session on beauty, skincare, and wellness during Essence's um, installment of the Wellhouse activation. They did this for the first time last summer in New Orleans during their big Essence Festival and it was a huge success and they decided to test it out in various markets. So Atlanta was the first one that happened this year. They'll do it again in New Orleans and then again later on in the year in New York. So um, I was really excited about the opportunity because I think a lot of times beauty gets left out of conversations about wellness. I think for some reason wellness is looked at as, as far as events go, it's usually, um, you know, meditations and affirmations and soft music and chimes and yoga and those things. But beauty is put into its own category. But I was really excited to present and to share with everybody and to lead a hands-on activation where we made our own masks because I believe that skincare sits right in the middle. It sits right at the intersection of wellness and beauty. Um, Everything that we talked about, what wellness is, you know, being in alignment mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, what you eat, what you drink, all of those things, if you're out of alignment in any of those areas, it really does manifest, you know, Physi- physiologically, and it affects the way that you look. It affects your skin. Stress does. The environmental factors, what you eat, all of those. Time. I was excited to present and to share that with um, with attendees. I think there were like over five hundred attendees um, overall. And in my session, there was close to 200. So it was it was a really good time to talk to them about everything from products that they should absolutely be using, products that they should not be using, or rather ingredients, I would say, not necessarily products, but ingredients they should use, ingredients they should stay away from, um, and some natural ingredients that they can find right in their kitchen that they can use to um, create a significant impact on the way that their skin looks and feels. Um, And then, like I said, we got to do a hands-on portion of the activation for that as well. So I found out about this opportunity in December and began to prep from there. Then, of course, as as we got closer and closer to it, um, the work for it, I think, just magnified and, you know, intensified. You have an overarching idea of how you want things to go. But then as you get closer, you know, you drill into the details and, you know, just really wanted to, to make it go off smoothly. I wanted to make the ethnic team proud. I wanted to make myself proud. I wanted to really give something of substantial value to everybody that came and, you know, gave their time during that session as an attendee. So it was a lot of balancing, you know, I'm not on a particular project full time, but I'm somewhere very consistently and the days when I'm on, I have to be locked in and present, um, and so I had to really work hard to max, to really maximize my days off from there and prioritize my daily efforts so that I could make sure I was checking off the boxes and getting every single bit of work done that I needed to.
1: Nice, nice. Um, you have a digital wellness platform called Look Good, Love Well. Can you tell us, one, how that came about? And then, to, um tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so as I mentioned
2: earlier, um, I just was saying yes to all the bad things, um, like in the, I'll say, midway mm-hmm. through working in this industry, and I just really underestimated the toll that it takes on you. The hours are yeah. extremely long. You know, six. 60 is a light week. Honestly, like 70, 80 can yes. be the number at its peak, right? And so not, I wasn't prioritizing time to to go to church. I'd work, I'd make it off on Saturday morning. I spend my whole day Saturday, you know, doing whatever I want. I know I got to go to work early on Monday. I wasn't trying to be focused on my faith. You know, I wasn't going into that every day. Um, I wasn't being a good steward over my money because when I was making it, I was spending it and I was not saving enough. And so when there would be two, three, you know, three and a half scary months of no work. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't prepared for mm-hmm. that. Um like I said, I was eating everything that came my way at craft services and indulging in that. And so it just was like a wicked combination of um of not so good i would say non-intentional choices you know just those little things uh-huh. that we do every day like oh it's not so bad i'll have this slice of pizza it's midnight they brought donuts i'll eat them i'll finish this check because i know that i work on <laughs> you know i'll get paid next week what? yeah well, all those things add up and it culminated in me gaining like 20 pounds my skin looking a wreck and just things being all crazy so I was like, okay, I got to get it together. I felt trapped. Like I'm not, I'm not myself. I don't look like myself. I don't feel like myself. And so faith is super important to me. Like that's my grounding force. If anything ever goes awry, that's home base for me. And so I started there, just being intentional every day about prayer and meditation um, and getting the word in. That was so important to me. And then from there, I began to get clarity on the other areas of my life and how I could, you know, kind of get grounded in those. And so Paying attention to my to my food, prepping my meals, bringing my own lunch if, if I needed to, um, working out more, kickboxing, doing workouts that I really enjoyed, um, being more vocal about what I was going through, not suffering in silence alone, sharing with people that I was overwhelmed or that I was feeling stressed, because I really didn't for a long time. I didn't feel comfortable saying anything because to my family and friends. I was I had a dream job. They think you working with a celebrity it's the the best job you could ever have. And so I and they really think that you make the same amount of money as the celebrity. So I just felt like well, who am I to complain, you know, to them about anything? I just tried to suck it all up. But once I began to kind of express what I was dealing with and take a take more charge over those areas the results were visible. Like, the, aesthetically, you could see a difference. Weight dropped. My skin cleared up. My my whole disposition changed. I was lighter. I was happier. And that affected my productivity. You know, I came to work. I was in a better mood. I was more productive. I, I feel like I did better work. And so um, people around noticed. You know, family noticed. Coworkers noticed. Friends noticed. And I couldn't – I was so passionate about the changes that I was making – I just began, it just spilled online. I like to share online, just, you know, chat with people. And so I just began to share and post about what I was doing and people began to ask questions. And I was like, okay, I need a home base for this. Like, can't just live on Instagram all day. Let's create a home base for people to come and to visit, ask questions, and where we can have classes, engage in community, um, you know, and, and learn and grow from each other. And so that's really how it um how we got started. Just wanting to take the knowledge that I was getting, put it in one place and be able to glean from other women who were you know, who's had, because I believe everybody has something to share. Even if you feel like you're in a down and out situation, mm-hmm. you still have something to pour into someone else. And so I really wanted to create a community where people could come and learn and also drop, up, drop off seeds of wisdom that others could grow from it.
1: Can you share some tips um, for people like us who we all work in the beauty industry, particularly? On entertainment with film and television. Can you share some tips for those of us who work in film and um, television? Share some tips on how we can make the most of our free time. Because a lot of people, you know, you do hair or you do makeup on film and TV or costumes, whatever it is, but then also you have these other either business ideas or actual other businesses or whatever it is that you're trying to do, outside of that, but you sometimes feel like you don't have time to even put toward that because you're so exhausted. By the end of the week, yeah. you know, you have like one and a half days off or, the you know, or the equivalent of one day off um, sometimes. And how do we manage our times? Do you have some tips that you could share for that?
2: First of all, I love that question because I have encountered some, you know, just I think the psychologist in me always has me thinking about and analyzing people, right? And so we have Mm -hmm. encountered a ton of different people that we work with in varying degrees of disposition. Some people are, you know, in this personality, but what I've noticed is that people that don't have any extracurricular outside things going on, they seem to be unhappy, to, to like put it okay. very kindly. Like, they, when work is their primary focus, I mean, you can really tell they just don't seem to, it, it almost sucks the life out of it. It doesn't seem like they enjoy it as much. It just doesn't seem like they're happier overall in general. And I think that when people have something else to look forward to, whether it's relationships with friends, a romantic relationship, a, a job, or, you know, an outside passion project that they're looking forward to, I think it just creates some some balance in their life and so it affects your productivity it makes you lighter it makes you do better because you know okay even if today is stressful I can look forward to going you know going home and doing this so I would say if Mm -hmm. you're creative and you have an outlet First of all, if you're a creative and you don't have another outlet, get one. It doesn't have to be something you make Mm -hmm. money off of. It can just be a hobby, reading a book, enjoying nature, just have something else to pivot away from and shift your attention to. Um, And I think that, like you said, it absolutely gets tough. You work all these hours um, or your schedule is is difficult sometimes to do anything consistently, Um, but just try to, to think about the bigger picture and create a little bit of time for that. Even even if it's just a, a little bit of day, say painting is your thing. You may not be able to pull out that canvas and that paintbrush every single weekend. maybe when you get a little bit of free time, look on Pinterest for inspiration. Look um, you know, look online for different different trends in that area. Even if it's not whatever you wanna do full out. But just kind of thinking about anything that's related or attached to that and doing one of those things I think helps just to kind of pivot and shift your focus, and it will lighten you up and just be a a form of relief for you. So if you're having a hard time creating – time and space for those passion projects, remember that it really is serving you and it's helping you in in such a dynamic way. It's worth it. It's worth it to carve out the time. It's worth it to invest, even if it's just five 10 minutes while you wait, you know, to do something else. If you are in line at the grocery store and the line is on, pull up Pinterest and look for something that inspires you. Read a quick article about something that's in the field, you know, that your passion project is in that you're excited about. But but definitely keep that going because it helps overall. It really does.
1: Right. Talk right. Let's talk a little bit more about, um, we talk about how, in your bio it says that you're very passionate about educating women of color about the dynamic impact of toxic chemicals found in the majority of beauty products. Talk about clean, clean beauty a little bit. Oh, I'm,
2: I'm so interested in it because number one, like you said, I think that not, I think like statistically it's been shown that women of color carry a a higher toxic load. So what that means is our bodies have been introduced to more chemicals, than a a non-woman of color, a a non-melanated woman, a a white woman. And that's because from a very young age, we use more products, you know, whether it be hair products or, you know, products on our our skin. And unfortunately, those products, you know, don't necessarily or hadn't always contained the the, the best ingredients. And so our body stored that up. And what that looks like and results in today as adults, you know, women of our age, it looks like autoimmune um, diseases, like lupus. It, It means like a ton of hormone disrupting conditions, everything from infertility to fibroids to endometriosis. All of those things can be linked back to chemicals that are in products that we grew up using or, you know, things that we use every single day. So, And the unfortunate thing is that because our cells multiply at an extremely fast rate, when our bodies are introduced to those diseases, it multiplies and it intensifies, and it affects us more aggressively than it would anybody else. And so culturally, we have to be aware of that, how our body works and responds to certain things, and we have to be knowledgeable and discerning in the products and ingredients that we're choosing for ourselves, um, but unfortunately, I think at the same time, I think it's great that people are having these conversations about clean beauty, but there's also people that 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 prey on fear, and they create you know this type of greenwashing essentially that's going on in the industry where products are you are labeled very vaguely as natural or safe or chemical free and that does not mean it's good it doesn't it doesn't mean that it's good so we have to still do our due diligence like we're, we're putting this just like you're Eating something, you know, putting it in your mouth and eating it, you have to think about your body is absorbing every single thing that you put on it or a good deal of what you put on it. So we have to use that same care and concern and discernment and level of investment on the products that we're using on our body and thinking, okay, this is a degree of this is getting absorbed into my bloodstream. Let me make sure that it's... um, that is good so I'm glad that people are having the conversation about clean beauty I think that um, again you still have to do your research about it I think that one thing I like to stress to people is all natural things are not good Um, if you put papaya on your face guess what is going to be burned um tomato okay. is very acidic pumpkin enzyme is very acidic these things work <laughs> and they're good but they can still hurt you and every chemical is not mm-hmm. bad just because you can't pronounce it that's doesn't good. mean you shouldn't use it Absolutely. i think that's a ridiculous Absolutely. claim so i think there just has to be some balance and people got to do their own research you know so you got to do your own
1: research. Absolutely. Like you said, every chemical is not bad. I, I definitely mm-hmm. agree with that because if you have acne, sometimes mm-hmm. natural is just not going to do it for you. For some nope. people, maybe. If they have just, you know, a little breakout here and there, maybe they can do something natural and it gets rid of the breakout. But, you know, if you have cystic acne and things like that and you and you are living with acne and you've been living with it for a while, you know, you need yourself a good chemical to get rid of that yeah so if, if not you can't do it I agree I definitely agree so we just have to you definitely just have to do our own research and educate ourselves um about ingredients and about products
2: yep. we, um
1: we talked you know about the different elements of of wellness. Can you share one tip um Something, something positive to, to help us in each of these areas. And I'll, I'll name off the, the element, and if you could just share one tip. Um, okay. Physical, physical. Move
2: every single day for at least 15 minutes, whether and whatever that looks like to you, whether it's stretching, whether it's yoga, whether it's going for a quick walk on lunch break. Our lymphatic system um, doesn't drain itself. It, it's, it's stimulated by movement. So it's important that we that we, you know, make sure that we move for at least fifteen minutes every day.
1: I agree. Okay. I
2: agree. And that's hard for me. Social.
1: That's really that's a challenge, yes. but mm, try. Oh absolutely. It is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um so you know cultural. You know what though? I if I can just go back really quickly, um, with the physical you know, I found that sometimes, you know, of course, like sometimes during my workout plans, like the days that I'm not working out, on my so-called off days, I have to get in 30 minutes of cardio, and sometimes that's very hard. So mm-hmm. what I do is, I what I bought from the store is like this little, this little step thing, and what mm-hmm. I do is I'll stand in front of the TV, and I'll just, I'll step on that. Mm. up and down, up and down, up and down and over, up down, up down, up and down and over for like 15 to 25 30 minutes.
0: Yeah. And that's how sometimes
1: how I get my cardio in. That's good. But I'm watching TV too, but I'm, yep. I'm moving. Yeah. So it's just little things like that you have to think of.
2: Yes, that's good. That's real good. I could do that. Yeah. 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 You can do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely. You know, stand there and like, march in place. It sounds stupid, mm-hmm. but you're moving. You're no, moving. remember
2: when we had our Fitbits when every oh, we had those yes. Fitbits and we would literally jump up and, you know, do a quick lap somewhere, just like you yes. said, stand up, walk in place. <laughs> all It all <laughs> counts, right? Those steps all matter it it all as long as you get it in some type of way. <laughs> yep. It counts.
1: I, think, I, think we, I think we think too hard about it, like, you know, a lot of times, people feel like yeah. you need a gym membership, you know, uh-huh. or, or you need all of or you need all of this time. Um, I have so many stairs in my house. I know I get a good workout just walking up and down mm-hmm. the steps. Just doing regular normal things that you do at home, and not realizing that I've been up and down the steps like a hundred times. Yeah, in no time. So it's it's just real simple. You don't have to uh, make it out to be anything hard. Yes. All right. What about social? Social, I think, is important um,
2: because when you're head down, focused, and working on something, it's easy to say no to those invites, no to, to a dinner, no to, you know, hanging out with friends, no to taking that girls' trip. But it goes back to when, you, when you're when you able to shift your focus, it really does make your world a little bit lighter. So I think it's just as simple as just making yourself available. Maybe it's not you going out. Maybe you don't feel like you have time for that. Maybe your schedule doesn't permit it. But have people over. You know, invite a friend. Come over. You know, share space with someone. If it's not that, make a phone call. Connect with somebody. Like a genuine conversation. Text is cool, but sometimes you need to check in with people and hear their voice ask those questions and really listen how are you you know what's going on and then be transparent and share with them this is what i have going on this is what's great this is what's not so, is not so great this is what i'm working through but even if it's just a quick phone call quick saturday morning that's usually my my time like while i'm cleaning up saturday mornings i dedicate a couple of hours and I check in, I check in with my grandma, I check in with, you know, some of my friends. And that may be the only time that we talk again. You know, we may not talk again that entire week, but doing that, I think, just keeps those doors open and just helps to massage those relationships so that we have balance in that area. So I think that's something that everybody mm-hmm. can do.
1: Absolutely.
2: Emotional. Mm. Emotional is interesting. I think that recognizing your triggers, you know, what what triggers you and being kind to yourself, you know, in those areas or doing something that supports you in those areas, for instance, if you know that you're a single lady and you don't necessarily want to be single and here comes Valentine's day and you feel like you're going to be sad. I think it means like setting up something to to support yourself, whether that means having a girl's night or, you know, planning another activity, figuring out a way to pour into yourself. Um, I think Mm -hmm. just being aware of where you are emotionally. And honestly, I think transparency really helps with emotional stuff you know like just being honest about whatever you're going through sometimes just the burden of it is compounded when we suffer through things in silence we keep it in but sometimes just getting it out and saying I'm having a hard time sometimes you don't even need to go into the details but lightening that emotional load really comes through sharing with someone in a transparent way like this is what I'm dealing with Pray for me or help me, you know, is there anything that you think that can help alleviate the situation that I'm going through? Just getting it out, lightens the load, and it opens up access to so many other resources because people genuinely want to help you, and they have –
0: they mm-hmm. have knowledge
2: and, you know, experiences that they can say, oh, you know, this is it. I remember with you, um, both of you guys, actually, when I was buying my house, I w- it was so stressful and stuff kept popping up, as with any home buying process. But, I mean, it was it was a scary time. And I found out I was being audited by the IRS, Lord Christ. Like, it was just so much, and I didn't think it was going to happen. I could have, and it literally would have me in tears some nights, but... You know, when someone asks, how are you doing, our natural response is to say, I'm okay or I'm good. But I remember, you know, you guys asking, and I remember sharing with you, like, this is going on with my finances. This is what is happening, and I'm really scared about it. And you guys were able to give me insight, like on multiple levels, you know, spiritually, um, just, you know, emotional support, just in a variety of ways. You were able to help me navigate that situation, and I would have been a thousand times more stressed and in a, a worse place emotionally had I not just opened my mouth and been honest well, and mm-hmm. about what was going on. So I think people just have to be willing to share a bit more, and that will lighten up well, that emotional load. Absolutely. absolutely.
1: Um, spirit,
2: spiritual spiritual that's a big one i think that that kind of guides and governs all the other aspects of of wellness so i think figuring out like what a what what fills you up spiritually whether it is listening to what i do every day is listen to this podcast it's the daily audio podcast so by the end of the year i would have listened to the entire bible so the guy you know reads from various different chapters and mm-hmm. He does, like, a little recap and, you know, explains it and ties it all together. So every single day, do I pick up my physical Bible? No. But do I consume the word in some capacity every day? Absolutely. While I'm, you know, cleaning up, um, I have a a sermon on. I'm listening to it, Um, you know, listen to a podcast that way. I'm reading a book that feeds me spiritually. Um, When I'm walking, I'm meditating, and I'm praying. I'm making sure that I incorporate that every day. So those are ways that, that I get it in every day. Um, other options could be, you know, connecting with a church home that that really feeds you and fuels you. That's important. But so I think just figuring out, you know, what, what resonates best with you, whether it's online or in person. Um, some people I know are passionate about journaling, and they journal their prayers. That's something that I think is pretty mm-hmm easy to do and incorporate into somebody's schedule who may have limited time
1: or structure. Nice. And then the last one, uh, financial. Oh, man, financial.
2: I think that people could pour into and grow um, financially by saving. I don't think that we save enough, so I think – but it can be hard. I, I get it, like, especially if you're in a situation where you don't feel like you have enough coming in to support what you have going out. So I think maybe mm-hmm. setting a goal for yourself. So, for instance, for me, um, I know that this year, by the end of this year, um, I want and need to purchase a new car. Uh, my car has been good to me, but, you know, it's, her time is about up. She's going to give up on me. So I know <laughs> that this is a reality. So that means when I go into the store – and I want to grab these cute pair of earrings, they're only $10. I'm like, oh, I just want to get them. No, that $10 can go towards this. And I think we, we see little things. Oh, it's just a it's it's just a $50, you know, dinner, or it's just a $200 flight, or this is just a $30 top. All of those little numbers add up to something significant. So I think if you name your, your goal financially, this is my car. This is what I'm trying to get. It helps me make decisions, those small things. No, nah, I got food at home. I can't eat out with you guys. I'm thinking, okay, this mm-hmm. $20, 30 maybe $50 meal can go, you know, this money can go towards what I really need and what I really want. So I think just financially keeping your goals in mind, whatever it is that you're trying to work towards, um, and it doesn't have to be a tangible thing. It doesn't have to be a car or a house or a vacation. But just that safety and security, like right now within our industry, especially like everybody is feeling threatened because of this coronavirus and not necessarily the impact of being sick, but people, industries are shutting down and kind of work, moving from to a work-from-home structure to eliminate contact. Well, yeah. we, don't, we don't work from home. So if we're out of no. work, what does that mean for us? You know, what does that look like right. if they say we have to work from home? So even if you don't have a goal of a physical item that you want, be being able to create that security for yourself, that peace of mind. Okay, if I got to be out of work for 60 days, I know that I'm going to be taken care of. I know that I'll be good. So I think just making those conscious decisions every day of where your money goes, making sure that it supports those things that you say you really want.
1: Right. Absolutely. 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 So what's next? Oh. That's
2: exciting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited about. It's just like so one of the things that I really pray for you guys and ask God to bless me with is I just I really want exceedingly and abundantly and I want him to answer prayers that I wasn't even wise enough to pray. I really want doors Mm -hmm. open, things to happen that I didn't even have the wisdom and insight to pray for. And I've really been stretching myself in the area of just dreaming bigger and praying. Mm -hmm. I posted on my Instagram, I was like looking through my notes and I posted a screenshot or note that I had written in my phone. And I said, I wanted to do a pop-up event for Essence. And I was so happy because I was like, God, you're so good. You're, you know, you're faithful. I got exactly what I wanted. But then it also hit me different because I was like, I got exactly what I wanted. I wrote down pop-up event. I did pop-up event. I could have thought bigger. You know what I mean? Like, I could have. What if I asked for more? What if I really would have pushed my my wildest imagination and said, I want to do, you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever bigger looks like in that situation. What if I had done that? Who knows what would have happened? So, I'm just challenging myself to um, to do more. I think that I um, within our industry, it kind of makes you naturally fall back a little bit, like we're, we're not necessarily to help, but you know we're kind, we move in silence, we're seen um, and not necessarily heard. We take on the supporting role of our talent and we get them ready, and they're the stars. but I, I think not I think I know that God has put a ton of different gifts inside of me and education is one thing that I'm super passionate about connecting with, with individuals um, building and creating a safe space where people feel comfortable mm-hmm. being honest, being transparent and healing one another. Um, those are all things that I'm very passionate about. So I'm not quite sure how they're going to come together, but I know that every mm-hmm. opportunity that I can to, to talk and to share Um, on any type of platform I'm going to to take it it for me looks like Mm -hmm. what's next Mm -hmm. is showing up every day um, trying to operate in excellence so whatever that looks like if I'm on set means being on time you know not pulling into the parking lot at my call time but showing up a little bit early it means looking nice taking time in my presentation and not you know being a slob and just careless it means being kind to every single person and I think people struggle with, like, what's my purpose and what am I supposed to be doing? Sometimes it's unclear. You, you may not know. But just every day, I just want to do my best at whatever is in front of me. Sometimes it's just taking my daughter to school, you know, coming home and taking care of my home. And, you know, that's, that's what I got in front of me. But I just do that to the best of my capability. I'm maximizing every single mm-hmm. time or every moment that I have, and I'm just trying to show up. So I don't know what that's going to yield. I don't know what it's going to lead to, but I feel like it's something great. I really do feel like I'm in a a really great season spiritually. And I really Mm -hmm. believe if I continue to show up and um, be obedient to what God is telling me, I really believe that thing is possible.
1: So who knows? Absolutely. I don't know. (laughs) Absolutely. But I'm hoping. And and just Exactly. And just like we were saying earlier and listening to you answer that question, again, it's simple. You know, like you said, making sure you look nice, making sure you show up on time, just operating in excellence, whatever you you think that looks like. And those things are simple things that we can do. You know, those are simple things. Sometimes I feel like we sit back and we just think too hard on this stuff and not realize that it's just simple, you know yes. we want to be the best that we, we want to be the best that we can be, and it doesn't really take a whole lot it doesn't take money it doesn't take a whole lot to be the best that you can be it doesn't take a yes. lot to to operate in excellence it really does I agree
2: with you it I really
1: really you. doesn't
2: somehow people find a way to tie it into. To money, like even when you said the workout thing, people mm-hmm. are like, "Oh, I can't work out because I don't have a Peloton bike at my house, or I don't have a gym membership, right. or I want to go here and my schedule doesn't right. pre- permit." But if you want it, you'll. There's a way to get to it. Like you said, if it's right. you. Tapping on a step, or marching in place, or doing jumping jacks, or doing a light routine at home while you're watching TV. There's a way we can all get it done. If you're not living out, mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. in your dream job, or doing exactly what you want to be doing, there's still a way for you to show up in in excellence wherever it is that you are. Student, parent, you know, mother, caretaker, caregiver, whatever it is. Like, there's a way for you to do whatever you're doing better and with more intentionality.
1: And that's, and that's the thing, you know, we have to just be good stewards over what we have, what we're given, Yeah. if you want more, if yep. you seek more for your life, you know, if you feel like, that, you know, there's more of a purpose that you have on your life, you have to be a good steward of what you have, what you've been blessed with so far.
2: That's okay. Now you're going to preach because you know, that's a word. Well, you know,
1: <laughs> God's mm-hmm. not going to give you more if you can't take care of what He's already given you. Nope. Sure won't. Sure won't. So, you okay. know, we have to just be yeah. good stewards over what we have now. Yep. I agree 100%. So, last question of the night What is your definition of beauty? Ooh um it's my tagline it's
2: looking good and it's living well it's it's having that balance so everything that you said you know that that was a definition of wellness all of those areas um, physical mental relational spiritual financial it's it's having alignment in those areas because when you do you you light you walk lighter there's a different spring in your step, step. there's a different confidence that you have and that you carry and when you feel good about where you are and the things that you have going on, it doesn't mean that everything is perfect. Um like I mentioned, my you know, my car is she's on her last leg. But um I'm I'm still I still feel good. You know, I'm still keeping a positive and, you know, happy and cheerful and hopeful disposition. So when you Kind of have alignment and perspective in those various areas. I think that it does naturally manifest in the way that you carry yourself, in the way that you look. Mm -hmm. So that that really is what beauty means to me: is is being well, is being aligned, and having a a
1: strong foundation of wellness. Don't be surprised if we quote you on that. We are yes. rolling out our we're rolling out our definition of beauty campaign this week. So you will probably see at some point uh your picture and your definition of beauty. So I can't wait. Don't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. This this was really great tonight. It was confirmation for me. Um, it was a little motivational boost, um, but this was good. This was good. A lot of great information shared. We really appreciate it. Like this could this could be a part two in in some ways because um, I know that there's a lot more that we could have touched on that we didn't touch on. Um, I agree.
2: This is
0: good. Thank Even kind so of breaking much.
2: down all of those areas that you you know explain made up wellness. I think even just taking time to talk to really go through and tackle all of those yeah. could be a thing. It really yeah. is a, a, a very deep conversation that can just keep going and going. I thank you guys for allowing me into your space and access to your listeners and sharing your platform with me. I really do. Absolutely.
1: We'll do it again. We appreciate you, but you know what? Now that you say that, maybe you can start working on that, and then maybe that's what we'll do. Maybe we'll bring you back and we'll break down each of those areas. All Thanks right. for the show idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it would be great. That would be great. Yeah, I think so. All right. And
2: so. what I like about the question that you asked, and I know we got to go. I want to hold you or your listeners longer, but. What I love the most about the questions that were asked, um, there were steps that, that people could take. Because I think that yeah. you know, right now we're mm-hmm. in the information age, and it's easy to listen to an inspirational podcast or read a quick book or, you know, interview or go to a, now there's all these panels and there's all these empowerment sessions. But I think a lot of times mm-hmm. people go to these things and they get pumped up, but they don't leave with anything actionable. They leave still something right. like, they're high off the emotion, but then they get home and they're looking at their bills and their current circumstances, and they like, I, don't, I still don't know what to do. I still don't know how to apply it. So I think your question of in these various areas, what's one thing, what's something simple that somebody could do to take action, I think that's vital. I think that if, if you yeah. take mm-hmm. anything away from tonight, it's just starting small think about those different areas mm-hmm. and just it doesn't have to be a big big change a big shift but just think about one small thing that you can do to better support yourself in that area that's self care that's what it is
1: yeah absolutely 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 let's
2: take this show on the road
1: guys come on let's yeah. take it on the road where's getting it. <laughs> where to next? Where to next? <laughs> I have an I have an idea of where I have an idea of where next but we'll talk about that off the off the air okay <laughs> all right we'll talk about that off the air okay that's <laughs>
2: fair I again.
1: like that <laughs> thank you so much again uh, we really really appreciate it thank you to our listeners I want to Send a shout-out to Sharon Tina in Philadelphia. Thank you for tuning in. Um, And to all of our uh, listeners, we greatly appreciate you. Um, Again, our guest tonight was Ariane Turner, and she's coming back. We're going to do a part two of this, and um, it's going to be great again. So stay tuned. You want to share your social media? Sure, it's my oh, yeah, name. A R I
2: A N E dot Turner. T U R N E R. So just Arion period Turner is my Instagram
1: handle and that's probably the best place to find me. All right. All right. There you have it. There you have it. All right. Again, y'all. thank you,
2: Arianne.
1: We appreciate it. Have a great night.
2: All right, good night, everybody. Have a good night and a good great night.
1: Good night. Okay, you as well. Absolutely. All right, Bye-bye. Goodbye, And you can find us, of course, as always on Instagram. We are beauty underscore talk underscore media. We are on Twitter, beauty underscore talk, and on Facebook the beauty talk online. And you can find both my sister and I on our individual social media um platforms, on the different social media platforms under our name, and it's Denise Tunnell, that's D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, and then my handle is Janice Tunnell, that's J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, is how you'll find us on social media. Um, stay tuned. Uh, we're bringing Arion back for part two, and we got some other future guests coming that's talking a lot about wellness um, Uh, clean eating and just living healthy whole lifestyles um, and mainly focused on the beauty professionals. You know, that's that's one of the things in the beauty industry is we don't stop to take care of us, but we're always taking care of everyone else. And so we want to kind of shed some light on that. And so some of our upcoming guests will be doing just that. So stay tuned. We'll be posting more about it as the weeks go on. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a wonderful night and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.